buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, welcome, sisters. Taylor, uh, Riley, not Taylor. Riley. <laughs> only um, two of us. You had a 50. There's only Never two of me. you, and I've already <laughs> confused you. I can only see out of one eye currently. The other one has something in it that is yet to be identified. Isn't what? It? Really? Yeah. Good. Isn't it weird when you have something in your eye, you can't see it? <laughs> have you thought about that? <laughs> anyway, now I have. Good news is, doesn't matter because we're podcasting. There you go. Um, <laughs> but Riley, you did a big girl thing today. I did. I forgot about it until you just told me I did. <laughs> I set up. I did. <laughs> I did set I? up. I I used uh, the potty. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Sid. I don't want to talk about that. No, I set up a checking and a savings account. Like Yay. a real deal big girl. I'm so proud of you. Hey, thanks. Uh, Good job. I, I didn't mean to confuse you, Taylor. I assume you already know how to uh, set up a bank account. <laughs> I I know how to set up a bank account and use the big girl potty. Whoa. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, it made me feel a, a little... Belt. <laughs> a little like a uh, like a small child when we were leaving the bank and dad had to go there with me and we were talking about you know me being able to deposit my own checks now and stuff and he was talking about all these things I had to do like filling out deposit slips and what I had to go through and I was like I listen I don't know what any of that means <laughs> I was a, I was in the young bankers club in fifth grade and I learned how to <laughs> fill out a check registry and I learned about deposit slips and checks and balancing your account but I have no idea how to do any of that now it's been seven years the young bankers club listen that's a thing at my elementary school the local the local fifth third came down to the fifth graders once a week and taught us a new banking skill see you don't want to fall for that certified young bankers you don't want to fall for that Riley what you got to do is take all your money and stuff in your mattress so the government can't get it no. Yes. <laughs> no, guys. No. I'm kidding. No, don't. Why do am that. I the only responsible one here? I'm, I have. We have bank accounts. I know. How to, I, have I love paying taxes. Oh. Paying taxes is. Well, it, I'm serious. This is my push for paying taxes is great. Pay your taxes. <laughs> I, that, my, okay. I I I don't <laughs> like paying taxes, but I do. <laughs> my my favorite part I just had to share about my whole experience of setting up a bank account was when she asked me. Um, where do you work? And I sat there for a second and dad was sitting there with me and I expected him to help me out as I was trying to explain to this older woman um, that I am a podcaster and that is my current place of employment. And I was just like, uh, mm, the internet? <laughs> <laughs> not what, wrong. What? Not specific, but not <laughs> wrong. What did they write as your employer? Podcast. <laughs> She was like, oh, can you elaborate on that? And I was like, uh, I have a podcast with my sisters. She was like, oh, okay, okay, interesting. <laughs> and then she showed me the form that I had to check and certify I'd seen. And under employer, the little box that said podcast. That's fair. I, I work for my boss podcast. I work for podcast. <laughs> Mr. Podcast. Uh, well, I, I have to say, Riley, whatever dad walked you through is probably obsolete. To be real, yeah, I'd never. I haven't deposited a check at the bank in probably like three or four years. There are apps for all of this. You don't need to keep a ledger. Probably <laughs> can find an yeah. app for that too. Keep yeah, I'm just saying. I never write checks. I have to write checks as the uh, 
I'm the counselor of our um, medical honor society. Don't make fun of me. Nerd. <laughs> and so I'm in charge of like the funds to like pay for our meetings and like food and like our, our new, re- like when we induct new members. Anyway, the point is I have to write checks <laughs> for that and I don't ever write checks and I always have to like look at it for a second and go and I do this. How? Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> it always takes me a minute to remember how to work with a check. You can handle it though. Yeah. Yeah. She you just write me. out the money. You have to write it out. <laughs> she asked me if I wanted a small book of checks or a large book of checks after dad insisted I need checks. And I was like, oh, small. And dad was like, well, you never know. You might have a couple times where you're going to pull out that checkbook. I was like, ah. I mean, I can't see myself writing anyone a check anytime in the near future. I it's I write a rent check. That That's my only touch point. And even that, like, I started doing that with this new apartment I moved into, like, a year ago. Before that, like, my, my old landlord let me just, like, Venmo their rent every month, yeah. which is great. Like, no, no checks needed. No checks. But I do remember using, like, mom and dad writing checks at the grocery store. And that was not weird. Yeah. That, I feel like if you did that now, like... N- n- Everybody would panic. Get some look. <laughs> what is this now? This is a time traveler. <laughs> what, what do I do with this? Just stare at you. This can't be real. <laughs> What's oh, your, don't worry. Where's the camera? I work for podcasts. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just call my boss, Mrs. Podcast. She'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> um, did they give you a sucker before you left? No, but the whole bowl was sitting right there. You, you could probably one. take one. You opened well, your was big be- girl bank was, account. It was behind the counter. I think oh. maybe they don't give it all the big girl suckers that open up bank accounts. They always give Charlie a sucker. Well, Sydney, is <laughs> she a big girl setting up her bank account or is she a big girl peeing in the big girl potty for the yeah, first it's time? The, it's the latter. No, okay. The latter. I don't know. That's an important qualification for a bank. Do you really want to belong to a bank that keeps the suckers behind the counter? Because I know at Chase... If you just like need a little noontime pick me up, you walk by a Chase Bank, you just swing right in there, you grab a sucker, they're right out front for anybody to take. And I've definitely done that, and I'm not ashamed. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good, it's a life hack for those of you who need one. For those of you who need a life hack to get suckers, <laughs> just swoop into a Chase Bank, like look like you have money, and steal some suckers and leave. I don't know how you look like you have money. Like you like scratch your chin or something or like be poised. But wear, wear a monocle. <laughs> I have my emergency monocle for when I want free suckers. Just uh, look like your out. imaginary mustache. The, the more you can look like Mr. Peanut, the better <laughs> yes. you are. A top hat, a cane, uh, monocle. Um, I, like when I was in college, so, I had a map to all the places you get free food in New York City just you know on the sly like i could anybody that ever needs that guide i got it (laughs) hey you could probably sell that yeah i think so uh so work this one out Mm. (laughs) i believe in you uh you know some people love money but money (laughs) is not necessarily the way to happiness sometimes love is of love love of love and what let's talk about heartthrobs i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i got nothing well, i was trying i was i was ho- i was counting on you to work that one out i was like sydney's done it before she'll do it again no for uh, some people money is the number one heartthrob but not for everybody is the thing you should have said oh 
we'll you go back, mean. edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like you did last week. Just like you definitely did. Like I definitely, definitely yeah. did. Just edit out my bad one and put in Taylor's good one. Definitely will be doing that. Uh, so, Riley, you're... You're the only active teen member of this podcast. That is the whole basis of our podcast, yes. <laughs> Are you okay with sharing your teen heartthrobs I, with the world? I am. Because they might I, be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if Joe Jonas is listening right now. <laughs> Still? No, I'm, ju- I'm just kidding. After all this time? <laughs> no, Listen. I feel comfortable sharing all my teen heartthrobs because I don't know if everyone has had the same experience, but I feel like the phase of your life where you experience um, having mad crushes on these teen heartthrobs is when you're like a preteen and an early teen, mm-hmm. and then you transition out of that phase from being super obsessed with all your favorite teen heartthrobs and like tearing their pictures out of Tiger Beat and putting them on your wall, <laughs> and you have crushes on real people, if that makes sense. I like, think I know true. teen heartthrobs are yeah. real people, but, like, people in your actual life. Like, that's when you make the transition from, like, imaginary faraway crushes on Cole Sprouse and Joe Jonas to actual real-life people. That that makes sense. Like, you're aware that you like people, but real people in your real life is still too much. So yeah. it's it's just fictional people or yeah. celebrity people. I get that. So yeah. at this point in my life, I wouldn't say I have any active teen heartthrobs. Just because I feel like I'm out it's, of that stage of my life. It's also that, I think, that moment of realization that eventually you come to where you're like, you know what? Odds are. <laughs> I'm never going to meet these people ever. Yeah. I remember the moment that I realized, like, I'm probably never going to marry Prince William and be a princess. <laughs> That's probably never going to happen. I mean, it didn't. Well, yeah, I know it did <laughs> And, like, now as an adult, like, I'm glad because, you know... I married Justin. I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. But but I remember the moment where I thought, because like there was this moment, uh, there was this time when I was real young where I was like, you know, we're about the same age. And I mean, you never know. Anything Maybe can happen. I'll go study abroad in Oxford and we'll run into each other and then I'll be a princess. Hmm. You know, you would think that you could trust your family at least to help you not get your hopes up like that about your teen heartthrobs. <laughs> But Whoa. you know the one no, listen, I have a transition here. You know the one person I could not trust with with my teen heart throbs? You and Justin. That's because true. you you told me you had an autograph for me from Mitchell Musso, who was a teen heartthrob of mine, and I thought this is it. He knows my name, yeah. he's written it on a piece of paper, he's gonna meet me, we're gonna fall in love, and it was all a lie. No, Justin did see Mitchell Musso, but he did not get his autograph. But Instead, he did he, autographed he did a autograph piece a piece of paper with the name Mitchell Musso and give it to you. And now I'm thinking about it, I'm like ninety nine percent positive Mitchell Musso wasn't even spelled correctly in the signature I got. Taylor, who was your first teen heartthrob? <laughs> I don't know if I was a teen. Uh, I might maybe it was a little younger, uh, and this is like to to be honest, most of I think the actual people I had crushes on throughout my youth were not real people. Um, they were mainly animated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first one I can remember being like, I have weird feels. Was Balto the dog? The, the, the dog. Sled dog. Balto the, the sled dog. <laughs> I just I loved Balto, and then I think shortly after that it was Simba. Now, granted, Simba was voiced by JTT, so that made some sense. But yeah, I mean, I think I moved on to like like humanoids after that. Uh, 
they were still mainly <laughs> animated, <laughs> but it's a, it's a weird, confusing, like, you know, you're like 10 years old. I'm like, I just, this sled dog, I don't, I don't know how Balto. to process this. He's so brave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't, I can't say too much because one of, one of the earliest crushes I remember having was um, the fox from the animated Robin Hood. Guys, oh, what is wrong yeah. with you all? No, nah, no, nah, not even. Fox was a fox. That is that, true. He was he was so <laughs> dashing. So dashing. <laughs> you don't think so? I have never once in my life, and maybe this makes me weird, no judgment, but like I've never once in my life had had feels for an animated cartoon character. You know, really? I, I on <laughs> I feel like animal. To this day, not even cartoon character, just a cartoon animal. <laughs> Well, to this day, the mistake I continually make in dating is that I keep going for chips, and the people that really, the, the, the good people in the world, they're Dales. <laughs> Somehow uh, figure it out. I, no, see. You I, know, you married one. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. I think he, he has a shirt fairly similar to that. Um, no, but I, let's be honest, the gadgets are who you got to go you for. Yes, you know what? I was just thinking that actually you're correct. Yeah. Gadget's where it's yeah. at. No, I think so you hit on one of the quintessential teen heartthrobs of our decade, which was Jonathan Balto? Taylor Thomas. Oh. <laughs> Balto. Yes. <laughs> he was poor wolf. But uh JTT everybody loved. I was not into JTT. Uh I think maybe am I older than maybe my perception of him is that he was younger than me. I feel like I might be the same age. Well, now, were you more of a, oh, now I feel bad, uh, the older brother. On Zachary Ty Bryant. Were you more of a Zachary Ty Bryant fan? I wasn't. I can't say I was really into any of the home improvement kiddos. Well, <laughs> I'm going to solve this case, but I figure out how old JTT is. That was not my bag. I did uh, I, I did love quintessential 90s teen heartthrob Devin Saw. I did. Oh, I, I did love him. JTT is 35. How old? He'll be 36 this year. He's older than oh. me. Okay. Well, well, there you go. Uh, Never mind. I'm still a younger lady for JTT. No, but Devin Sala got better with age, too. Because, like, young Devin Sala, that's cute. He was Casper, right? Yeah. Like the real body of Casper. Uh, Devin Sawa in like Idle Hands and like SLC yeah. Punk when he was like all tweaked out and green haired like that that was good Devin Sawa for me and I loved him in Now and Then oh that's right that was a great movie that was a great movie um, and then of course I mean we've talked about this I think before but like I guess ultimate teen heartthrobs are usually like um, boy bands are a big one if you're into if you're into guys Justin and Timberlake yeah Justin Timberlake for me it was Joe McIntyre forever and always Joe McIntyre Justin Timberlake like they NSYNC was before me and I even when I was younger I I, I was in love with Justin Timberlake and really I don't know why mm-hmm. I was thinking about it as you all were having this discussion about people I'd never heard of before in movies <laughs> I'd never heard of um I was wondering why they were teen heartthrobs if most of the time we liked them when we were ourselves weren't teens and you know why because they were teens <laughs> yeah so but, like yeah so like you know <laughs> did what, you, you just know? piece that together yes like All they're right. not heartthrobs to teens they're teenaged 
heartthrobs mm-hmm. to 11 and 12 year old kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, there you go. Cracked it for you. Um, now, uh, some other shows that were loaded with teen heartthrobs. There were so many teen shows back then that were just like, they were just full of like, everybody had posters of these people on their walls. So you like, think about Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. Um, I was never personally like crazy about Zach Morris, even though I know he was everybody's, you know, he was the every everybody's into guy. I don't know. All-American boy, whatever. Like everybody loves Raymond, except everybody loves Zach him. Morris and Zach his giant Morris. cell phone. Pretty much. Um, and then I think Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Amber Theason was the, I mean, the, the female equivalent of that. Oh, very she much. was beautiful. Yeah. I've never seen this show, and I don't do know you, who these people are. Do you think, this is sad for you, Riley, do you think <laughs> that, because if you remember, Zach Morris had a cardboard cutout stand-up of Kelly in his bedroom. I mean, that's weird. Do you think that, like, they sold those? Do you think there were people who had those? Oh, they had to have. Absolutely. I mean, like, when I was, like, 12 every friend of mine that had an older sister that was probably 15 or 16 had a cardboard cutout of robert pattinson or Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, taylor lautner in their room because that was when twilight came out like they Mm -hmm. had to have had those cardboard cutouts somewhere Uh, i had cardboard cutouts of c-3po and r2d2 in my room (laughs) did that does that count? Is C-3PO a teen heart throb? Help me. I don't know this. <laughs> I wouldn't classify mm, not, C-3PO as a teen heart throb. Not, no. Does Luke Skywalker <laughs> count as a teen heart throb? Oh, I think definitely Luke Skywalker does. Not not so much our generation that we're talking about, but for the generation that, yeah. First time I watched the first Star Wars movie, I can remember being like, hey, Luke Skywalker. Wait, you, hey. you watched the first Star Wars movie and you were like, hey, about Luke when Han was just like right there. I, and and Han Leia, is like, a, like, like an adult male like an adult man it, but but he it was harrison ford okay and i was like 13 and i was like wow luke skywalker looks like he's about 18 and han solo looks like he's about 20 years older than me but he, yeah i'm gonna disagree i think i think we're I talking think about he, teenage heart throbs here <laughs> well you're talking to somebody that had a crush on balto so my range is a little different than yours all right <laughs> I think I think you're right though, Tay. Princess Leia takes the day. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the the gadget in this situation. Why are we arguing over over uh, Luke or, or yeah. Han? Princess yeah. Leia. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the same. If if we want to talk about Zach or Kelly, I'm gonna vote for Jesse. <laughs> you always had a, a a weakness for Jesse Spano. Uh yes, Jesse Spano. Uh, first of all, that hair. I got a thing for that hair. Felicity. Carrie Russell, that hair. That hair. I love that hair. Um, I must well, say why don't you cut it all off? <laughs> that was that was a very sad episode for me. I experienced something um when I was about twelve or thirteen and I feel like all of all of us have at one point experienced when it comes to teen heartthrobs, and that is realizing that they will probably never love you mm-hmm. and never meet you. Yeah. Um, which was when I was about 12, and my dad convinced me when we were at the beach that when I would go to bed every night, the Jonas Brothers would come to our condo and party with <laughs> all of the adults in our family, but they only came after I was asleep and they all played rock band together. 
and I was in love with Joe Jonas of the Jonas Brothers, and I cried to mom one day because I realized Joe Jonas was never going to love me. It was never <laughs> going to meet me. Aww. I feel like that is a feeling we all have at some point, where we cried because we realized Balto is never going to love us. <laughs> I, I think there was like, no, we, we laugh, but I, you're right. There was actually yeah. a moment in my life where I had to accept that Tuxedo Mask was never, ever going to be my boyfriend. And that was just yeah. the truth. And I just had to accept it. Yeah. And be okay with that. I mean, don't ask me why, but for the longest time I felt in my life that I was so close to Cole Sprouse of Zach and Cody, the sweet life <laughs> of Zach and Cody. Not everyone liked that I knew at my school like Dylan because he was Cody or he was mm-hmm. Zach and he was the cool one, but Cody was the nerdy one, the smart one. I was like, I love Cole Sprouse. And for some reason I felt so close to him and felt like I was going to marry him one day. Uh-huh. And now, obviously, I'm not because now he's Jughead Jones and he's in love with Betty Cooper. I mean, there's still there's still time. You know, you're you're, you're still young. How how old is he? Like 21. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Just wait. Just wait a bit. Just wait a while. Just wait a few you years. You never and then I'll marry know. Him. Get a little older, maybe. So, like in two years, when I'm 18. Sure. I'll marry Cole Sprouse. I mean, it's are you asking hard, my yes. permission? <laughs> Like, will I? Uh, yes. We'll get a magic eight ball and ask it. Says probably. You're just making, you don't have one. It says ask again later. You're lying to our listeners. <laughs> she doesn't have a magic eight ball. I can see her. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that is a sad moment. But I do remember, I remember kind of what you're talking about. That feeling that like, if you connected with a, an atypical teen idol, like not the one everybody else is going for. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That like somehow yeah. it gave you a better shot. Yeah. Like I was never a Dawson girl. I was a Pacey girl all the way. Like the dark horse in that in that competition. Uh-huh. Like you always think Dawson's the heartthrob because of the hair. Because he had that haircut that every every heartthrob had. It kind of like fell in his eyes when he mm-hmm. turned different ways. The swoopy hair. The swoopy hair. Yeah. No, thank right. you. Give me Pacey. Uh, you know what? Actually, to this day, Joshua Jackson. Thank. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, I will say I can definitely connect to that you feel like you have a better chance with the least popular one because um, with Zach and Cody I was in love with Cody and it seemed like everyone was all about Zach and with, <laughs> um, the Jonas Brothers everyone loved Nick that I knew because he was the young one he was all like quiet and I was like no Joe Jonas is the cool mm-hmm. bad boy of the Jonas Brothers give me Joe Jonas who also was in love with Demi Lovato from Camp Rock. So if you had lived back in like the 60s, you would have been like Ringo. Yes, please. <laughs> no, I think Ringo is probably like Kevin Jonas. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Because no one really remembers uh, Kevin. I think maybe what you're talking about more is like going for George because he was the, the secret heartthrob. Georgie Beetle? Yes, yes. Georgie Beetle. <laughs> Georgie as Beetle. As you used to call him. Georgie Beetle. Um as opposed to going for the obvious Paul or John. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think that might be what you're referencing. I can understand it, that. It's essentially going for the drummer and not the, the lead singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, you mean Dave Grohl? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, uh, again. Well, I'm, well, I mean. <laughs> um, I don't know if you all ever experienced this or not, but I feel like every TV show or movie has this uh, with multiple teen heartthrobs. You have the teams. You know, you know what I mean? Like uh, in Gilmore Girls, for example, you have Dean and Jess and Logan 
and you're either team Jess or team mm-hmm. Logan or team Dean. Usually it's not even the one that you think is best for the character in question. It's uh-huh. usually the one that you just think is the dreamiest. I don't know who Logan is, but I understand you're like, uh, I'm, I'm only Twilight, in Twilight, your team, team like Robert three. and team or team Edward and team Jacob. You yeah. know what I mean? I gotcha. I gotcha. I was, I was always team Edward and also team Jess. And I'm, you know what? That's my current teen heartthrob is young Milo because yeah. Jess is my favorite character. But Dean hmm. is such a solid, good guy. But Jess. He, he built her a car. No, listen. <laughs> and then told her he loved her and she was like, uh, but no I'm, thanks. Only, I'm only in season three, so I can't really say much at this point. But team Jess, all the way. No, I think I'm, that's true. I'm team Rory learning how to stand on her own and deal with the crap and be an independent woman, honestly. Because if I'm doing I mean, better than fictional Rory Gilmore in life, and I'm not doing that great, I think she's got to get she's got to get some stuff figured out. That too, but <laughs> also Jess is very dreamy. He's my current teen heartthrob. I'm team Luke. He's so grumpy. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we know this. <laughs> He's so grumpy and quirky. I love how grumpy he is. I like the grumpy ones. You remember we've talked about this before. <laughs> I like the grumpy ones. I like ones. the grumpy ones on like Radio Free Roscoe. Oh. Uh, so first of all, a lot of teen heartthrobs there, probably not as well known here in the States, but I bet, I bet in Canada, these were some like classic teen heartthrobs, don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. To, to me, it always felt like that secret show that we watched, but it was clearly not just like, yeah, like it was it was a Canadian show. It must have, it, it made it over the borders. It must have been popular there. And you've got I mean, you've got like the secret radio show. So right away, they have a secret radio show. Cool kids. And they're all funny and smart and attractive and have varied talents. I, you know, uh, uh, now personally, I kind of went for, what was it? Uh, smog. Smog. Travis. Yep. He was smart and odd. A little grumpy. Yeah. I, I, I was all about Ray. I had a, re- and I, I think that was mine. Like it's a, it's not that popular of a show. Maybe you got a real world chance with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, it's just. Canadian. Who knows? Who knows how, how big this is anywhere else? <laughs> um, now, I've been talking a lot about these teen heartthrobs who were on TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you all ever experienced this. Probably. But whenever there were teen heartthrobs that wrote music and were singers, I always imagined that the songs they had written were for me and only me. <laughs> and I would always imagine going to their concert and like you know that moment where you get pulled uh-huh. up on stage yeah and they start serenading you with beautiful soul by jesse mccartney because jesse mccartney <laughs> was my favorite singer teen heartthrob of the late 2000s uh-huh yeah that was your okay you ever had that that dream where you get pulled up on stage at their concert in front of all those other teens and everyone's so jealous and i, I mean I don't know, because the only, I think the only musical artist that I felt that way about was Joe McIntyre, so I guess I probably did, but that was a long time ago. I don't know if there's been another music, well, no. No, but I, no. I don't think I ever envisioned being pulled up on stage and sung to. I did. Yeah. By Jesse McCartney. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, 
I, I like like angry punk music. That there were no there were no love songs that I was hoping was written for me. Like ah, I don't know, maybe I'll go to their show and they'll spit on me, and that'll be awesome. <laughs> like that is, <laughs> I, I never went through the dreamy phase there. No, I didn't either. What I would Guitar envision was once like all over after me. like a Foo Fighters show, getting to just like touch. Just getting to like just, touch just, Dave Grohl's shoulder because he was so sweaty, just so sweaty. What? <laughs> yeah. In a good way. In a good I, way. I yeah. would love to like get a big sweaty hug from Andrew WK. <laughs> or maybe like a high five, but like he's so drenched in sweat, you just get sprayed from like the the, the runoff. I just wanted Jesse McCartney with his blonde swoopy hair and his white leather jacket and his high top sneakers to pull me up on stage at a concert and yeah. say, Riley, this one's for you. <laughs> and then debut Beautiful Soul, even though I'd already known it had been premiered. Right. <laughs> out, he debuted it for the first time because it was written just for me and he wrote it this while is he was really about. looking at me. Wow. Now, I, I feel like there were a lot of movies that kind of like the teen heartthrob character, especially for... Uh, women it featured like they're not going to be your teen heartthrob in the beginning but then they're going to go through a dramatic makeover change to make them your teen heartthrob I mean and I guess for guys too because like you look at like your can't buy me loves like Patrick Dempsey by the end is Mm -hmm. like you know the the birth of McDreamy yeah yeah there it is Uh, but I mean the same thing like I remember one of the first that I thought that about was the movie she's out of control With Tony Danza as the dad, I was not into Tony Danza. This is not my confession that I that I love Tony Danza. Uh, but when she's when the she of of title of the titular character, the one she, who is out of control, she. who is out of control, when she first walks down the stairs after she has her makeover because her dad goes out of town and his, her dad's girlfriend gives him this big makeover, uh, gives him a big makeover. And anyway, she's got like this huge perm, and she's got her braces off, and she's wearing like this little white eyelet outfit thing and I just remember being like oh my god that's the epitome of beauty on earth she is the most beautiful (laughs) thing I've ever seen Uh, and like I still like to this day I can picture that scene in my head as like that is I I have not seen true beauty until this night (laughs) well well, that's that's like that the the there she goes moment and uh and she's all that yeah I think that's another really good example of that too um that this idea that like there's going to be I mean I guess it, the same thing happens like even as back as far as Greece <laughs> like when Sandy walks out in her black leather pants yeah the, the, her perm. The tell me about it stud moment exactly yeah. exactly yes. I can see that mm. um I also think and this is a nine this is an old movie there go Rilo for knowing her stuff um I watched 10 things I hate about you for the first time last night <laughs> mm-hmm. this is an old movie <laughs> I know well like 90s movie for you old people <laughs> No, but, like, in it, you have, like, Joey is his name, right? Who mm-hmm. you think is, like, the teen the teen heartthrob who models and who's super cool. But then you have Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's, like, this little, tiny, adorable, like, Cameron. <laughs> who you all, who you love and you, you, wanna, you want to date. And then he ends up with Bianca and you're so happy. I, I do love me some Joseph, Gor- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He was also in a movie, Brick, that I bet you've never seen. No. It was, like, Taylor, have you seen this? I don't think I have actually. Uh, you need to. It's like this teen noir movie. It's all like you know, mm. detectivey kind of mm-hmm. old noir stuff. But uh, he's so great in it, and he is just a cutie pie, isn't he? 
Yes, I and, love music. And that kid can dance. I saw him on SNL, <laughs> and he can dance. That kid can dance. <laughs> he's not a kid. He's like a grown up. But like you know he's like what I mean. Like an adult. Yeah, I, um, I don't. I don't think anyone, for me personally, will ever best. And I've talked about him before. I'm gonna talk about him again. Uh, Ryder Strong. I don't think that there's a there's a heartthrobier teen. Even that name, Ryder Strong. Is that fake? Did I, I, I dream him so. into existence? I don't think. I think that's his name. You know, I've never looked. If it's, you know what? Please don't tell me. Internet, everyone listening, I never want to know if his real <laughs> name is not Ryder Strong. I, I don't ever want to yeah. know anything but that. No, <laughs> Please don't yeah, tell yeah, me it, the truth. His real name is like Chris Jenkins or something. It's just not Ryder Strong. No offense to any Chris Jenkins listening. It's a great no. name. It's just not Ryder hey, Strong. Hey, I want to make you a day, Sydney. His it's real name is Ryder Strong. Oh, oh, Ryder King God. Strong. Oh, Ryder what? King Strong. Ryder King Strong? Yes. Even better than we knew. <laughs> wow. He was destined for greatness from the beginning. You, yes, you set, yeah, he was set up with that name. I mean, oh. even like, like and it's not like it's not like some of these teen heart thugs where you look at them now, I'm like, whoa, like the 90s were good to you. The, the aughts were unforgiving. Like him and like Cabin Fever, still great. Still super hot, like yeah. kind of crazy, and like like that movie's bizarre, which somehow makes him even more attractive by it. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, and and some some of them got better because you look at somebody like Will Smith, you know, teen oh, heartthrob yeah. from Fresh Prince, definitely. But then Independence Day, Will Smith, hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I will say, I'm thinking about some some movies that would be maybe even be like before your all's time that I watch and it's like all the teens that are in them or younger people that are in them are like actual adults now like mm-hmm. our parents ages almost and I'm thinking of like all the all the all the boys from the outsiders mm-hmm. like young Rob yeah. Lowe oh young yeah definitely young Rob Lowe I love young, young Rob, Rob Lowe, Lowe old Rob Lowe like I don't. I don't know. Forever I was going to say Lowe. the Outsiders, Rob Lowe, and Parks and Rec, Rob Lowe. Both mm-hmm. of them, I love. I don't know what kind of deal with the devil Rob Lowe made to look like that forever. But he's always looked like that forever and always. He, yeah, yeah he always looks the same, and I mean, and it's beautiful. S- Taylor, Sorry. what young, what star is it that's like old? Not old now, but like an adult now. But you loved him when he was young. Um. Oh shoot! I can't think of his name. I almost said Christopher Walken. I know it's not Christopher <laughs> <laughs> Young Christopher Walken. Wait, are we talking about Steve Buscemi? Yes. Of course we are. Thank you. <laughs> Steve Buscemi, my ultimate heart. Though. What am I thinking? Ryder Strong, forget you. Steve Buscemi. I went all wrong there. Uh, no. I, I was going to say, I thought he was your favorite. I, I, I've, like, I have, I've won drinks on this where I'm like, you will buy me a beer if I can prove to you that Steve Buscemi was super hot when he was young. I like no, no way. And then you just you look up young Steve Buscemi, and yeah, buy me a beer. Really? I see. Yep. I have never seen any pictures of young Steve Buscemi. There's a dress that has young Steve Buscemi on it that I want to buy. Too. <sighs> and I mean, not 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 to like hate on old Steve Buscemi. All Steve Buscemi's I accept, but I don't think people understand how <laughs> all attractive. All Steve Buscemi's I accept. <laughs> all Steve Buscemi's. <laughs> Give me your poor, your tired, your huddled masses of any Steve Buscemi. Um. <laughs> what about young Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd is an age from Clueless. From Clueless, yeah, still that's true. He still thinking, looks great. I, I watched him in the TV series for What Hot American Summer that mm-hmm. was Netflix, 
and still he looks still great. looks the same that he did in Clueless. You know who, and did, also Friends. Yeah, no, it's it's true. You know who did change though somewhat was John Cusack because I I actually have a tote bag with John Cusack on it, like posing, like laying down, like on his side, like leaning on his elbow, like hey there, pretty lady, and like I have that because I used to be so in love with John Cusack, and you know, he doesn't look. What the happened? Same. Oh, I, well, I haven't seen him in a long time. What's he doing? What's he up what's to? John what's, what's John Cusack doing? doing? I love you, John Cusack. Cusack. What are you doing? Um, I don't know. But, well, I still love him. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I do think he looks like a grown-up now. Whereas, yeah. like, I think Rob Lowe and Paul Rudd, to some degree, still look really young. Very dreamy. Y- you know who who increased the dreaminess? And this, like, I, I, I loved her when I was young, but she doesn't stop, is Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Gillian yeah, Anderson just just keeps going mm-hmm. that's that she transcends like young heartthrob to forever permanent life heartthrob i think you could kind of make the same case for lucy lawless oh absolutely did you watch any of the the ash versus the uh, army of darkness the the new show no yeah there's a there I, I don't know if there's a new season happening now um i'm like a i'm a season behind i think but they did a new like Army of Darkness show, and she's on it. So you've got Bruce Campbell and Lucy Lawless, who have shared the same space before. That that has happened, but like both of them, Bruce Campbell, he's looking pretty good for his age. Lucy Lawless still looks flawless. Boom. <laughs> that rhymes. TM. TM. I was gonna say Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Because I bet when for sure. Friends first came out, when it was young Jennifer Aniston, I mm-hmm. bet there were a lot of teens that were like wow she's so beautiful and look at her now she looks like pretty much exactly the same yeah i think that's true yeah i think that's true now you know who uh, uh, somebody else who's transcended the teen heartthrob years like so y- i feel like your generation riley is super into drake uh are they aren't they <laughs> drake <laughs> I, is like super popular isn't he I th- yes, I think I'm, he is. I am aware of this. Like, I'm right here. Okay, Riley, I'm gonna, you're going to take I've my word I've never listened to Drake before, but I believe you. Okay. I work his, with a lot of 20-year-olds that like Drake. Drake is super popular, and his music is... I mean, you should check it out. Okay. Okay. You should, it's okay. good. You should Trust me on this one. You should check it out. But that being said, he was a teen heartthrob on Degrassi as well when he was Jimmy the basketball player. Mm, that's true. Tragically shot, but pulled through. Thank goodness. Like when, when Justin Bieber came over the radio and you asked me if it was Drake and then you wondered if he ever recovered from his accident. No, I didn't do that. You did. I, I didn't have it confuse on video. Justin Bieber and Drake. I have it on video. That I've never. There's no way I've ever confused Justin Bieber and Drake. Maybe it wasn't Justin Bieber, but it was some other like teen singer. That was nothing like Drake. And Sydney was like, is this Drake? <laughs> I have it. On, I have this on video. I'm better now. I'm better educated now. I know my Drake. Um. The one thing, my Jimmy, he's Jimmy to I, me. The one thing I will say has probably changed a lot since you all were teens and I am a teen now is a uh, selection of teen heartthrobs, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, the the fact that all teens probably don't have the same heartthrob at, at any one point in time. Um, just because I feel like there are so many like internet celebrities that are mm-hmm. like, I mean, even on YouTube alone, like not even like podcasts or like tv shows or streaming services tv shows i mean i'm serious like all are, these are you proposing yourself as a teen heartthrob? yeah i think i'm a teen heartthrob <laughs> um no <laughs> but rilo you're my teen heartthrob thanks <laughs> um but i mean even on youtube alone there's so many different people on there like any 
10 people could have 10 totally different like idols that they either want to be or they are in love with and they want to marry and you would have no idea who the other one is and like wouldn't have ever heard of them before but to the other person it's like their idol that's really that's a really interesting point because like you think back to the time where like everyone had that same brad pitt from legends of the fall poster on their wall or Mm -hmm. you know that same poster of leo like you you know i mean i did it was really like everyone kind of had the hots for those same heartthrobs yeah like i said everybody has a kelly kapowski stand up in their bedroom right um but now you're there aren't like not everybody's watching the same tv show Mm -hmm. and certainly not at the same time and you don't have magazines like tiger beat and Mm -hmm. teen beat and all that kind of stuff i mean you do i'm sure those still exist but i don't think you guys are reading them like we do i'll say that like when i was probably a preteen, like 11 or 12 years old like fifth grade um everyone had the same teen heartthrobs it was like everyone was watching zach and cody and everyone loved the jonas brothers and Mm -hmm. camp rock had just come out and high school musical we were all in love with zach efron and we had those same posters out of tiger beat and 17 magazine and it was like those were the people we were in love with but now it's like i think i'd say even kids that are younger than me that would have been going through that time that i was going through where everyone had the same teen heartthrobs Mm -hmm. i'd say they don't and that no really generation does anymore just because everything is so widespread and there's so many options i don't think it's possible for everyone to have the same idol or teen heartthrob just because I don't know. I mean, there are people that I probably think of as super famous that I would die if I met them that people at my school would be like, I have no idea who that is. Well, and you would also hope that that opens the door for like roles in TV and movies to like sell it, like have more multidimensional characters Mm -hmm. that are celebrating more things about themselves other than just whatever their physical appearance is. Yeah. You know, so that you're not centering a movie around the plot of like, look how attractive this person is, but like, look how funny they are look how smart they are look how skilled or talented or whatever and so that's why you want to that's why you're attracted to them that's why you want to watch and listen and read about them and all that kind of stuff is because you're drawn to that as opposed to just the way their hair swoops in their eyes right well i think that's one of the things like when we look back at these lists that people have of like you know the, the dreamy teens of our generation they're all kind of like it would be hard to put them in a deck of cards and not see them all as like the same haircut the same kind of style like very much like like and that seems very much like we were being sold an ideal of what you know this is a dreamy teen for the 90s this is what they look like like Mm -hmm. maybe now that's a bit less of the way it works like there's not a type that is which is good which is i think positive that there's not a type Mm -hmm. that is held up as like Mm -hmm. this is what the ideal is yeah and yeah. I think as a result, you get a lot more um, younger people making careers in media and stuff because mm-hmm. it's like you don't have the one celebrity who your movie will be great if you have this one celebrity in it because all the teens love this person. Right. Like you have so many other types of characters and types of roles that need to be filled that there are so many other people that could fill any specific part. And because you don't have that ideal teen like Taylor was talking about, you mm-hmm. can just put so many different actors in there and as a result you get so many like new celebrities right i think that's a really good point we i talked about referenced earlier that i think that saved by the bell and like zach morris is from the era where there was that kind of quote-unquote all-american kid mm-hmm. that you know and now there's more of a recognition that there is no one thing that looks like an all-american kid yeah. boy or girl like 
that all American means, um, you know, a million different things. Mm -hmm. And so there isn't one way to be the heartthrob. Yeah. And there's your message for today. There is no one way to be the heartthrob. <laughs> and also Riley Smirnell's your resident podcast teen heartthrob. So there you go. If you need if you need a teen heartthrob, why not Riley? She is a teen. Probably the only teenage teenage podcaster to be the subject of your heartthrobiness. <laughs> you you got you cornered the market, huh? <laughs> teen I have podcasting heartthrobs. I think there's I don't know. It's, it's Riley Smurl, and um, why, and when you have some free time, go look up some pictures of young Steve Buscemi. So there's your so there there's you your marching orders, <laughs> or, or young Balto, whatever, or young Balto. <laughs> young young Balto was a fox. Actually, he's part of a wolf. Uh, or C three PO, or fox. Yeah. From See, Robin this Hood. is I, none of mine are conventional. <laughs> I'm telling Rufio? you, that was a human, Rufio. <laughs> Nope, you want to fall in love, you watch that scene from She's Out of Control. Although, I'm a grown-up now, so I, I prob that's probably weird, weird now. Like, that, not now, but, like, you know, when, when you're a teen. Right. Or just listen to Jesse McCartney's Beautiful Soul. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the weird part for me. It's like, I watched Riverdale, and I was like, oh, you know, that I get, I like, that Cole Sprouse, he's cute. It's like, oh, my God, this kid is, like, 12 or something. He's so young. I was, I've seen this kid in, in, like, Adam Sandler movies. I, I... This is strange for me. Yeah. Fun fact about Cole Sprouse. He was uh, Ross's son on Friends. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. We're very and old. Now I feel even older. <laughs> yeah. Very old. Well, thank you, sisters. This has been fun. I hope, uh, listeners, that this has inspired you to revisit your teen heartthrobs <laughs> and then feel odd about all of the cartoon animals you may have been attracted to. <laughs> and then and don't feel, feel so odd. odd. Because we already told you we were two, so. Well, two of the three of us. Okay, well, two of us are. So, <laughs> oh, come so you're on. in good company. <laughs> and it's all okay. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like our podcast, you should tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org. Uh, you, if you like this show, I bet you'd like other shows on the Maximum Fun Network. So you Probably. should go there to MaximumFun.org and check out a lot of other wonderful podcasts. And thank you uh, to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Sproul. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Sproul. I am a teenager. And I was too... I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey. And I'm Tess Barker. We're Lady to Lady. Do you want a sleepover in your ears? Is that a friend in your pocket or are you just podcast to see me? We're a portable hangout you can bring to the gym, on the subway, or on an oil rig. Seriously, we have listeners who do that. Show with us while we get high with Margaret Cho. Talk showgirls with Katya from Drag Race. And hear Broadway star Anthony Rapp sing Hamilton. I am not throwing away my shot. <laughs> oh my I am God. not throwing away my shot. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. That's Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. MaximumFun.org 
Comedy and Culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.